Today on episode number 67 of the Marketing Musician Podcast, we're going to talk about lessons learned from Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks? Who? Yeah, I know. Uh, We're also going to talk about a cool way for musicians to get paid. And from my book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement, we're going to talk about getting your first gig. It might seem like a lot to make. It happened today, but you give it all you got, and you just might find your way. Just make the music, and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. Mm-hmm. Bells, gigs, make that dope. Watch that fan base grow and grow. So many tools you can use. So tell the world that's what you're gonna do. Do it yourself, you can't lose. Who can spread the word? Nobody's better than you. You're listening to the Marketing Musician Podcast at marketingmusician.com. All right, hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jam and Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement. You can find that at amazon.com. It's on the Kindle, which means you can read it on anything. And uh, also, of course, the man behind marketingmusician.com, where you can uh, learn how to build your own band's website. And um, we need to announce some winners. We had an episode, and we were giving away some access to Musomania. And we're giving away three winners. You ready for the three winners? They are Lindsay McPhee. Howard uh, from zippityprint.com and Mario Zamoron. So I'll be sending emails to you and introducing you to Adam Spencer. And uh, now if you guys need hosting, remember, you're still going to need hosting for this. Uh, Do me a favor. Go out to marketingmusician.com forward slash hosting. And you can use the coupon code Musician Podcast, all one word, Musician Podcast. So again, marketingmusician.com forward slash hosting and use the coupon code Musician Podcast. Now it'll get you 25% off, which is even cooler. And uh, it's a way to help support the show. That is an affiliate link I should point out. And um, on the show today, I want to talk a little bit about some ways you can connect with your audience. And um, I should mention, if you want to contact the show, just go out to marketingmusician.com forward slash contact. And you can see my Twitter and my email, my phone number, all the fun stuff there. It is all there. And I would love to hear from you. I was watching on uh, Netflix, Stevie Nicks in Your Dreams. And uh, if you're like, who the heck is Stevie Nicks? Really? Seriously? No, Stevie Nicks was a, um, is still is a singer in Fleetwood Mac. You can go your own way. Rhiannon, um, Dreams, that great two chord masterpiece that is Dreams. And uh, what they did is her last album, she had, she collaborated with uh, Dave Stewart, I think his name is, from the Rhythmics, who apparently is a really talented musician. And in it, it's them writing her last song together. And you see how they collaborate. You see how she's basically, in my opinion, sounds like a pain in the butt to work with um, at one point. Now, she does kind of step off her, her soapbox. And uh, they play a clip of her in um, from Fleetwood Mac. 
where Lindsey Buckingham is like, hey, you noticed in the first verse you were talking first person, and in the third verse you went to third person, and she's like, well, would you tell Bob Dylan to change his song? And I'm like, really? Wow, okay. But there were some things that I thought, well, this is interesting. It's either interesting or desperate. And I've I've said in the past, what happens when you get old? Because rock and roll, in many cases, for the norm, we're going to speak in generalities here, is... uh is a young person's game. Now, there are older people, and this is in major mainstream. right? There are plenty of people in their 50s and 60s that are doing okay. But if you want to be, you're, you know, you're not going to be Lady Gaga if you're 62. And I don't know how old Stevie Nicks is. She's still cute as a button, and but her voice is shot. She sounds like a goat, and um, she sounds like a man, in, in my opinion. Okay, so anyway, so what do you do when you sound like a man and a, a male goat and you're, you're a singer? So in her case, and, and to me it seemed uh, she's either a very compassionate person or she's trying to steal the headlines. So number one, it shows how when Katrina hit, she had to write a song about Katrina and New Orleans. And if you listen to Stevie Nicks' lyrics, She's up there with Tori Amos in terms of like, what the heck are you talking about? Because she's always writing about witches and vampires and, you know, it's something that she can spin around to in a black dress, right? So she wrote a song about uh, New Orleans. And then she, now this one, again, I, I, I think this one was legit. I'm not saying she's insincere, but she went to some place to visit veterans in a hospital and then she wrote this song about uh, a uh, soldier's angel. I'm a soldier's angel, yada, yada, yada. And there are a lot of bands. What is it? Three Doors Down? Like every song is about being away from you and, and I'm going to fight for freedom and blah, blah, blah. And everything's about can't wait till I get home. And it's just a theme song for soldiers because there are a lot of if you write it with a hard rock kind of edge. That's tailor-made to some guy to go, that's my theme song. I don't know why soldiers have a southern accent, but uh, so she wrote this song, and it's kind of a song for the mothers of a soldier as well as soldiers themselves. Then she went to Italy and wrote a song about falling in love and then how something to do with basically like the Italy tourism company could use this as a song to promote Italy. And again, I thought it was a little, a little ego ish because she took the handwritten lyrics and gave it to the owner of the hotel and said, keep these. They're going to be worth a lot of money someday. And I'm like, really? That's assuming somebody cares about this song. So like I said, I, I'm actually, I, I'm not a big Stevie Nicks fan, you think? Uh, I uh, I liked Fleetwood Mac back in the day, but um, at this point, but I thought about that. I'm like, okay, so here are some things that you can do, and it, it really comes down to knowing your audience. Now let's think about who does this really, really well, and that is the one, the only, you know where you love her, Taylor Swift. You think about it. That girl knows her audience is 
13 to 15-year-old girls who apparently get dumped on a regular basis. And uh, as much as I don't think she's, she's not a musical genius, she's not Stevie Wonder, that girl can craft a pop song that gets stuck in your head because we are never, ever, ever getting back together. When that song comes on the radio, yeah, I, I end up humming that later. <laughs> what I do occasionally listen to the radio. But are you writing songs that people can relate to? Now, granted, your muse comes, you write what you can write, and you go from there. So, taking now, I'm a, I was a huge Tori Amos fan back in the Cornflake Girl days. But um, when you do, and I've said in the past, one of the great ways you can get people pulled into your music is to kind of do a behind-the-scenes thing and explain what the songs are about, unless you're Tori Amos. Check this out. Here's, um, apparently she had an album called Night Hunters, and here's what the song Snowblind is about. You ready? Snowblind. Yes, Tori. She soon meets a shape-shifting creature named Annabelle, who appears firstly to Tori as a fox and explains to her that only with the night and darkness can we truly begin to see with our inner eyes. Annabelle suggests that a missing fragment in the couple's story lies back in ancient Ireland. She encourages Tori to allow herself to cross time and space and go back in time mentally to where this couple walked these same hills, but in Ireland's mythic past. Now, what's bad is when somebody explains what the song is about and you still have no just she's batshit crazy. <laughs> Pardon my French. In my opinion. Um, hey, let's listen to what Job's Coffin is about, Bravo. shall we? Oh, wait, I've got to listen to the Spotify commercial. Science fiction novels that make Thank cleaning you. into an epic voyage. Yes. Audible and Amazon Company. Get your first audiobook. Yeah, if you're going to get an audiobook. Uh, go to uh, audibletrial.com forward slash Dave. There we go. With Annabelle's ability to oh, wait, see wait, wait, the wait. past, Let's Job's go. Coffin. Annabelle, as Fox, asks Tori about the day she abandoned her force of fire. She also warns us that there is a grid of disempowerment and that all forces are being called to dismantle this. Sure. As the constellation Job's Coffin looks down on Earth, we learn that Annabelle is here to call all forces back online. Right. She explains that looming in our present reality, there exists a power of old who could, wanted Earth to be controlled. I could listen to this for hours. Twilight. Boy, let, let's Tori go. Uh, let's when, talk about your, your ghost. ghost. Yes, your ghost. Tori is singing to him after having met his ghost. Right. Your ghost has shown me our primroses could survive the frost if a gentle rivulet of flame is sustained tenderly. What? She acknowledges she created a forest of glass. Right. And that she understands now that he was also wounded in the shattering of their relationship. Of course he was. She also tells him that both of their forces have the power to heal what was cut and bruised. Right. Whatever you say. So, uh, you know, think about it. Are you writing songs that are relatable? You know, you want songs to... uh, either inspire people or help people or make them feel an emotion or whatever, right? And sometimes you write what you write. I get that. But don't get mad when you're 
writing a song and nobody goes, I, I can't really relate to the uh, forest of glass. So to kind of wrap this up, I realize I've gone on a tangent is uh, number one, is there anything that you might be able to write a song about? We've mentioned in the past that, uh, you know, even writing a theme for your, your sports team might get you some exposure. There's a comedian here where I live in Cleveland, Ohio, where we have a horrible, an absolutely horrible football team called the Cleveland Browns. And uh, he did a video where he stands outside the football stadium and, and screams and says, you are a factory of sadness. Well, that, that went viral because he really spoke from the fan's point of view. And he did another one because they're going to upgrade the stadium because the owner of the football team really wants to have a great fan experience. So he stood outside the stadium and said, here's a novel idea. How about putting a winning team on the field? And again, it identified with the crowd. And you can do that same thing, only instead of making jokes, make a song. And then, like I said, uh, a lot of people now are doing this kind of behind-the-scenes look at your songs. Just make sure that the about part makes somewhat sense and should inspire people to want to hear the song, not go, wow, that chick is loopy. Next up, if you are a, uh, if you listen to my podcast called The School of Podcasting, which I realize a lot of you don't because you're not into podcasting, you just like to listen to them, there's a website called Patreon, and this is um, a website for bloggers for, it was created by one of the the, uh, the uh, co-founders, is a musician himself, he was in the band Papa Moose, and who was kind of a, a YouTube sensation. And this is a way that you can go in and say, look, and there are people that are making some, some coin here. So if I go up here and just type in musician at their website, um, there's a guy here, Johnny Gieb is doing training videos for musicians to set up and operate a home studio. Um, Salvador Castro is creating music promo clips for musicians and um, Zero Vulgaris is creating music videos for independent musicians. And so if I click on his stuff, he will give you $10 per... He's asking that you give him $10 per video. Um, if I type in here... Let's type another one here. Musician. Or if I just go discover... All right, here's one. Gunnar Odin. He's a Swedish YouTuber. And um, he has six people. And he's making $46 per video. And what this is, you basically go in and, and he has, you can pledge a dollar more per music video. And you kind of say, here's what I will do. It's kind of like an ongoing Kickstarter. And you can have it set up to be paid per video, per song, Right, you can do that, 
and or you could actually just say if you put out so much information that you don't want to get paid per item because it would just be you know even if they gave you a dollar a video if you do 30 videos a day people might go I don't think I really want that well what you can do is uh, say look every time I put out a video every time I put out a song now they're not a hosting company so you'll still need and what some people are doing is they're putting things on YouTube and they're listing it as private or I'm sorry not private unlisted and then you put the link in your Patreon and, and then Patreon plays it and you can block it from people. And um, so here, the the guy that started, his name is Jack Conti. He makes $4,920 per video. He has 1,239 people. And uh, he has things like, you can, uh, if for a dollar, you get access to my patron-only stream. For $3 or more, you get access to his stream and dibs on concert tickets. For $5 or more, you get access to video tutorials about audio production. I'll show you my tips and tricks and talk about my workflows. Um, for $10 or more per video, that's per video, you get a free monthly Google Hangout with only me and the $10 plus patrons. I'll play some music, I'll answer your questions, and it'll be chat. And then you can make things that are exclusive. Like if you pledge 100 or more dollars per video, you get everything you see and uh, it says just the two of us. We'll do a Google Hangout with just the two of us. We can talk about how to produce music, how to get started on YouTube, how to set up and play a launch pad or anything you like. Plus, when you sign up, I will personally call you on the phone and thank you for becoming my patron. That's for $100 a video. So he's getting paid per video. Now, there are other guys, uh, podcasters, that put out a lot of content per month. And you can say, I will pledge X amount of money per month. And so that way, and anybody that says, I'm going to pay you per video, they can say, I'll pay you a dollar per video per song, if it's audio, and not to exceed $5 a month. So if you get on a creation uh, spree, then you're like, oh, holy cow, uh, you could do that. But um, but that way it doesn't drain your, and they called, when somebody basically signs up and says, I'm going to support you, they're called a patron. A patron, right? This website is called Patreon. And uh, so it's an interesting thing. I've started one for the School of Podcasting. If you go to patreon.com forward slash podcast coach, and you can have multiple ones. And uh, I like the idea of only getting paid when you put out a video. Like I have mine set up. If I put out a video, I make seven bucks because I have seven people. I said, yeah, I like your stuff. So that's kind of cool. And... uh it's something you might want to check out. If it, it doesn't cost you a thing, I think if you make a dollar, you earn ninety-two cents. They take like eight percent, so it doesn't cost you a thing. And it's a way that number one, uh, you can interact with people over there. That's the only thing I don't like about it is all this activity happens on their website. But it may be something you think about doing, and it's a way that those people that want to support you can. And I'm just torn on, do I make just member-only stuff for them? Or do I just put out all the free stuff and you're just you're just happy to pay me? It's different that way. But if you're interested in that, again, you can go out to P-A-T-R-E-O-N 
patreon.com. Or again, this is uh, episode number 67. All right, next up, say a little sample from my book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement. And uh, this would be the end of disc two. And you can find this out at marketingmusician.com. You can get the whole audio book if you uh, want to listen to it. It's an MP3 format. And it's, uh, how many CDs is this? Uh, five. And we're at the end of disc two. I've been playing samples here. And this is called Your First Gig. So let me uh, get this cranking. Here we go. It's very hard getting your first gig. You just need that one club to give you a break so you can go to the other clubs and go, yes, we've played out, we've played at this club. And getting that first break is hard at times. Realize when you're marketing your band, a lot of it is just keeping your name in front of potential bookers. So it's stopping in to say hi. It's you know sending postcards, whatever. I'll give you an example. And it also ties in with what I talk about making friends with the enemy. By being tied into the local music scene, We had already dropped off a promo packet at a club that we wanted to play at. And this person, again, like most club owners, said, look, I've got a a stable of bands that I use. They always bring in people. They do their job. Why would I want to change? By being involved with other local musicians, I heard through the grapevine that a band that played at this club, their drummer broke his arm. So I called the club and said, hey, I don't know if you've heard. You might want to contact them. But their drummer has broke their arm, and I see that's only a week or so away. I wanted to let you know that my band is available. So here again is my phone number. You might want to contact them, and if you need a band to play, we'd be more than happy to pick up that gig. So that got us our first booking at that club. And sure enough, we went in, we brought a crowd, we were great, she loved our music, thought we sounded great, and we had a continual booking there about every two months. So sometimes it's just a matter of luck and being at the right place at the right time, but also you have to have those relationships already established with potential bookers so that when opportunity does come knocking, you can take advantage of the relationship that you've already started. There you go. Just a little snippet today. And uh, again, you can find that book out at Amazon. It's called Get Your Band Out of the Basement. You can also get the whole audio book at marketingmusician.com along with a course about building your band's website. And that's going to do it for this episode. I realize it's been a while since the last one. And I, uh, number one, I'm not in a band right now. So getting content is a, uh, not as easy as it is, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to try to do these every two weeks and they just might not be as long, but I do miss uh, touching base with you, seeing how things come. And that's where I always like to say, you know, you can call in your comments. It's 888-563-3228. Now, if you didn't hear that, rewind it, or I'll just say it again. 888-563-3228. Or just record something and uh, send it on in. I always say there's an open door. I've got uh, a couple interviews lined up that are going to be coming along. So, again, my apologies for taking so long to uh, to get back to the microphone. I've had a lot of things going on with some of my other websites. Uh, not very good uh, technology-wise. Technology has not been my friend. And there are times when other priorities come, and uh, I apologize for that. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I should mention again, uh, besides my book, if you are looking to back up your computer, check out marketingmusician.com forward slash backblaze. 
This is a great backup for your computer. Not only do they back up your hard drive, they back up any kind of external drive. Yeah, now that's huge. Check it out. And it's like peanuts per month. And uh, I use them. I like this service and the fact that I can access my files online. It's a really cool service. Check it out. Marketingmusician.com forward slash backblaze because there's nothing worse than having your CD almost done and then having your hard drive crash. You could have a backup. Check it out. Marketingmusician.com forward slash backblaze. And let me remind you that for those who have money, well, there is therapy. And for the rest of us, there is music. Hallelujah. Stay cool, everybody. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. Woo! Woo!